end of every day. There's a great big Hello and welcome to Of Mice in Main Street Men. I am Tristan. And I'm Sean. Hey, how are ya? I, I'm I'm excited to be back with you recording again. Because it just seems like it's been a long, long time. I know Not it has the been listeners. Been. They heard something last week, but yeah. you know. <laughs> I know what they don't realize is that we do several of these in one sitting and then you know that's how we it are goes. busy, busy people. You in we fact are. got married since last we recorded. I did, and you opened a production of Sweeney Todd. So I did. Congratulations. People. I'm not sure they're of the same magnitude. They might I be. You, I think you get a little more credit for life-changing than Sweeney Todd, although Sweeney Todd is sometimes a life-changing event, but I think you win with getting married. Congratulations. Well, well thanks. Uh, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, so, and, and also, uh, I, I, I got to start off first by apologizing <laughs> Because the uh, episode from last week, for whatever reason, when we're on Spotify, if you're listening on Spotify, it cuts off the last nine minutes. And I don't know why. Spotify does not know why. Because on all other platforms, including our host platform, which is Anchor, it is the full 29. Now, if you're listening on Spotify, it's 21. So uh, there's a lot of great content that way. I know, and it's you a bummer. So, like top three. I know, I know. So, what I'm going to do is we're going to do it one more time tomorrow, and see if that helps. Um, because I've had a lot of you reach out to me and say, "Hey, the last top three are missing," and I said, "That's a bummer because that's an important three. So, <laughs> uh, I do apologize for that, and hopefully, we can figure that out uh, in the next day or two. But it, it has the Spotify people flummoxed as well. So that's kind of a does, bummer. Does Chapstick work for Spotify? I'm beginning to think that maybe he has stock or something that we did maybe not Maybe he happy. has a little pull at Spotify and he's like, we're not going to air the last eight minutes of their podcast because <laughs> they don't like it. <laughs> Those hub and spokey, they're going to get out of here. Hub and spokey, um, they, are, they are dead to me, says Chapstick. <laughs> I, did, I did have somebody reach out to me who was like, what is this chapstick reference? And I, I had to explain to her <laughs> what I was talking about. And so for anyone who's just, you know, maybe hasn't listened to all the episodes, I I am sorry. I, Mr. Chapic, Chapic, that's correct, isn't it? Chaps, yeah, currently the CEO of the company. He has some big shoes to fill. I mean, yes. starting with Walt and going all the way down to, you know, most recently Bob Iger, you know, it's it's a tough job and it's hard to please the fans and so I I do apologize that I make fun of his name and call him Mr. Chapstick. I and also if, think he and wasn't... if that's the reason that our last nine minutes are gone of episode thirty nine on Spotify, then I really mean it and please put them back. <laughs> and and in Chapstick's defense, I don't think he was dealt a great hand. He, I mean, he wasn't. He's got to carry a company that was you know, shut down at its theme parks and people not going to its movies for, you know, a good year and a half. So I wish him well, but the punchlines are too good to call, not call him <laughs> Chapstick a time or two along the way. Do you know anybody else that calls him that or is it just you? I think it's me. So I, I hope I get credit for when other people do it because I think I started it. Well, if I'm wrong, it... someone can reach out to me, but... Well, we'll release a T-shirt soon that says hashtag Chapstick. You heard it here first. Well, and maybe, maybe we'll even get Chapstick to be a sponsor. I'm going to try to get him on the show. I really think at this point. No, not him. I mean the real Chapstick. (laughs) Because I use it. I use that flavored stuff, especially the holiday (laughs) with pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice bread. Put that on my lips. I'm a happy camper Chapstick. Anyway, I think we digress. We had a topic in here somewhere, didn't we? We did. But also, I have to tell you, this is our 40th episode. How about that? Wow. What anniversary is that? I mean, I know 50 will be golden, but... I don't know what 40th is. I think 40th is, hey, you made it. Silver plated? Maybe. Well, no, 25 would have been so... I don't know. I don't know what exists between silver and gold. I don't know either. I'm, I'm, I don't know. But anyway, it's the 40th and that's exciting. Happy um, 40th, buddy. I know. Isn't that cool? And we're approaching a year in, in February. So that'd be exciting too. 
Oh my um, gosh. We'll have, we'll have to have our own little celebration, just like Disney does, and it'll go on for 18 months, just <laughs> like a Disney celebration. <laughs> Honestly, we will. We'll have to have an 18-month celebration for the one year that, <laughs> oh gosh. Um, so for our 40th, we thought we would map out a first-timer's guide to Walt Disney World. Now, of course, if you listen to us, you know we always like to challenge ourselves. So what we have decided to do is give you five things in each park that we feel are must-dos for a first-time visitor. Now, it goes without saying, of course, that you should do everything, but why not make it a challenge and limit it to five? Because I, we're masochists. Uh, well, you're a masochist, and I just try to play by the rules. Yes. This is How your I, idea, sir, not mine. I know, and then after I it said is, it, I was like, oh, I was God, like, this it. is impossible to pick five things, but... And and I'll, I'm I'll be curious. I'm I'm betting we overlap on a lot, which just proves yeah. that we're right that you should do it. It's a must do. <laughs> but but yeah, I even for the Magic Kingdom, I branched out and I did not only like five physical things, but five more esoteric experience things that sure. I was going to throw in there, like as maybe honorable mentions or something. So you Lou Mangiello did and put one I did. Five in. I well, I, I reinvented the topic sort of. That's that seems to go beyond Lou's like top ten ish, twelve ish, fourteen ish lists. I mean, I'm here for it, so I don't I don't mind. I did yeah, well we'll discover well, maybe that. Let's, so let's, maybe let's save Magic Kingdom for the last, shall we? That's probably a really good idea. <laughs> well good. I like how we can plan in the moment. Exactly. Well, that's that's Hub and Spokey's thing. It's, it's and everything never, and, and never ever edit. No, no, no. What no, we no. say is what you get. That's right. There are no. There's no editing here. Um, all right. So let's begin. Well, let's just begin with the Animal Kingdom then. That sure. Starts with A. That's the beginning yeah, that's, of the alphabet. That's sort of the the. Yeah, I feel sorry for it. I mean, you can't say things like redheaded stepchild anymore because if you're young, you don't know what that means. And if you're middle aged, you think it's offensive. And, but it's sort of like, it's, you know, it's kind of the unsung park, I think, of the four. Yeah, I think so too. It's, it's probably the least appreciated. It's the one people go, Oh, that's a half day park or, you know, and, so, I mean, there's sometimes in the year where it is. So I and I, I I grant you that. So let's give it a little love. What are the five? What what is your number five? And I totally I totally Lou Mangiello this one. I have a couple of ties. So why don't you start with five? <laughs> so my number five in the animal kingdom is Pandora itself. I think at night, especially, you need That's to take a broad in, brush stroke. You know what? Here's the thing. I really think it's worth taking in at night if you can, because it, I mean, it's a feat of engineering and lighting design and it's stunning. I mean, it's stunning during the day too, but that at night, whoo, that is a, that's a whole, whole experience. But yeah, so I'm just saying Pandora. Now I will break it down later, but what's your number five? Uh, well, my number five, I think in the process of breaking it, well, and I, I, these are, I guess, in no specific order because this is just the five must-dos. It's not like if you've only got five, you're going to have time to do all of these. So just do them all. Um, so also on my list was Flight of Passage at night because I figure if you have to get to Flight of Passage at night, ipso facto, you must experience the rest of Pandora as you get there. Because sure. you're not going to apparate. That's another theme park. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's a great. So you just sounded like you were stunned. I expected a chuckle, and no. it was just <laughs> silent. That was my little Harry Potter reference. Oh no, I got it. I got I'm, it. I could tell you did. You just didn't think it was funny. No, no, it's not that. I just think it's funny that like I like you really broke it down with Pandora. I'm breaking. So here's the thing. So I just said Pandora. I think the visuals. I do have Flight of Passage later. So I guess. I guess, uh, yeah, this should be fun. So, yeah, anyway, Pandora was mine. Flight of Passage at Night was yours. Hello. Have you disappeared? Have I lost you? To the ether? Oh, no. 
Hello. Hello. Well, it appears that we have lost Sean in the mix. And as I said, we do not edit. So, oh yeah, I just got it. <laughs> it says Sean McCall left. I think he was upset. Uh, I mean, not laughing at his joke. I think that's really what happened. But we're all in this together. So we're going to just stay with this. And, uh, and I'll talk about Pandora because if you haven't been there in that moment between when it, when it shifts from day into night, Oh, you have to like try to experience that now. Granted, I know it's not been open late lately, but if you can be there, like the sounds change and the lights change and like everything just becomes like, uh, like it's a magical transformation. And if you can be there during that moment, you are not going to be sorry about that. Now I understand right, right now you, you know, you're just kind of a, it is kind of a half day park, unfortunately. And it's a bummer because I think there's a lot of magic that happens there. Um, but yeah, Pandora. Also, the lighting design in Pandora deserves an award of some sort because I'm not kidding you. It's it's stunning. And the, the, the lighting instruments used to be hidden a little bit better than they are now. So you weren't really sure where that was coming from. I did notice on my last trip that a lot of those were kind of like uncovered or the wiring was, you know, like um, it wasn't as... Uh, as hidden as it used to be um but now and uh i'm going to try to get sean back in here and see what may have happened um because i'm still not sure um what may have happened to him and it's a bummer but that is how life goes sometimes on of mice and main street men Things just kind of go awry because, you know, we, uh, we're not about the, uh, you know, we're not about the, uh, editing here. Everything is live. So what you're experiencing right now is me just talking on, uh, Zoom for myself. Oh, he's coming back in, I think. Is he coming back in? Oh my gosh. He might be coming back in. I hope he is. Oh, he's connected again. Oh, oh. man. Oh, America. Here's the thing, though. I never stopped recording. I just talked all the way through that little hiccup. So they just heard me ramble on about Pandora. <laughs> wow. Okay. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. I, my, my computer froze up, so I'm calling on the phone. Oh, all right. Well, hey. Nope. I just Let kept talking. <laughs> all right. Well, so <laughs> what'd you tell the folks? Never mind. You can tell me later. They already heard it. Yeah. Um, so this is the magic of the mice and Main Street men. You see, we 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 sometimes are in the same room, and then sometimes we're in different parts of the country. I think I think it's our live theater training that we just continue. You you only yeah. rarely stop the show, and usually that's only if life is in danger. Yeah. You just kept rambling, and I finally figured out how to call you back. So yeah. So hey, here we are. No editing, as you have all heard. I may end up joining again through my computer and then we'll have like two of me and one of you. Yeah. All right. So I'm pretty sure we probably covered everything there is to say about the must do of Pandora slash, uh, flight of passage at animal kingdom. Correct. Yeah. So, so I will say when we get to one, I'll talk about flight of passage again. Oh, 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 no, you I just, I, sorry. I just took my video off because. Oh, okay. Good. I thought you just still again. here. No, I'm still right. here. All it's right. okay, America. And, <laughs> and foreign countries, if we got listeners there. But we do. It's like, there's like two in the UK or something like that. Oh, um, well, good so day. Hello. Oh, no, sorry. Not good day. That's Australia. <laughs> Tally ho to our British listeners. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. This, this episode is just off the rails. Um, all right, so let's go to number four then. What's your number four in Animal Kingdom? Oh, you know, this is going to be interesting because my list is also on my phone. Thank God phones are smart. Uh, <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, what is my number four? I have as my number four, well, I'm going to start bringing in my ties here because okay. – uh, because I I could not make up my mind between the jungle trek that has the tigers, yep. or the 
I call it the panini forest, but it's not because there are like grilled sandwiches hanging from the trees. It's <laughs> really the Pangini forest or the Paganini forest where they play opera. It's where the gorillas are. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I just don't remember the actual name of it, which for someone who has a Disney podcast is really sad, but, um, it's, okay. Somebody it's, will it's, those, it's those real life animals that that you should not miss on those on those two little side treks specifically. Oh yes, that's a good one. So mine is animal centric as well, but it's yeah. Kilimanjaro safaris. It's just the the OG. Yeah, um, I I you can't really get another experience like that because it is very different every single time. And granted, I know sometimes it can be a little lackluster. Yeah. Um, but I have not had one of those moments yet. All of ours have been pretty cool and something interesting has happened in all of them. Um, right. and if you get a good safari guide, you know, it's a really memorable experience. So right. I totally, I, I absolutely have it on my list as well. So, I mean, that, that takes up a whole slot for me as well, just because it is so incredibly unique. And Jackie and I took one of the back, took a backstage safari tour where they Ooh. talk a little more about, you know, the ways that they sort of try to lure the animals to be inside in terms of where they put the food and, uh-huh. and even things like the fact that that rock where the lions are always laying has like a cooling element. So, so it's like they want to lay there because it's kind of cool for them. And then it's, yeah. they're also there for, for the guests to see. So, yeah. That's a great one. Yeah. Um, I would love to do that tour. Uh, What else is on your list? So uh, in the third slot, I have the Yak and Yeti. Um, uh, You know, go for the AC, the chicken and the rice, but also the ambiance is nice. But because I am convinced Animal Kingdom is the hottest park on the planet. I know you are. Nice. The AC is very nice. And it's a very good, it's a very good, you know, lunch. It is very good. Yeah, it's great. I mean, even that little quick service like there is really good too. But um, yeah, Yak and Yeti, that, that, that made a list that made the list for me because um, it's delightful. And uh, also on my list then are, you know, seeing as we come from a theater background, I let these tie as well. The part of the reason is Festival of the Lion King is an amazing show. It's back to what it was with the monkeys. The monkeys are back. They're bouncing all around the place. Um, and even though Nemo is not back and is going to come back in a new incant- incantation, incarnation, um, I don't know. Maybe there'll be an incantation too. But um, <laughs> but the show before was so amazing. I can't I can't imagine that 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 the new one will not be equally as awesome. So so I'm throwing those two live shows in there as something you really need to do. That's great. I did not put any shows on my list, but they are very good. Shame um, on you, theater professional. I know. Well, here's my thing, though. Because I am a theater professional, I, I don't always jump to see shows. You know what I mean? Because it's and I know they're good. holiday, as our two UK listeners would say. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so next on my list then is, uh, the, is Expedition Everest. Um, my all time favorite coaster, top tier storytelling from moment one. And uh, I mean, it, it's my favorite coaster I've ever been on in, in my, my theme park history. Granted, I have not been everywhere, but that one, I think because it immerses you in that story from the very beginning, that it really enhances, you know, the, the ride for you. Um, so Expedition Everest is on my list. That is sir. also on my list. That, so I, I, well, when you're talking about the top five things that you have to do in a park, mm-hmm. I would expect, I would expect us to be fairly in sync. Cause I basically, cause yeah. we matched, we matched on Pandora at night slash flight of passage, Kilimanjaro Safari, Expedition Everest. I had the two live shows and I had the two natural animal walking tracks. Uh-huh. And what were your two others that were different from 
Flight so of I have Yak mm-hmm. and Yeti was my other okay. one. Which and then my one? number, yeah, mm-hmm. my number one is Flight of Passage. Um, I think that's one of the most emotional, stunning, and riveting ride experiences I've ever had. Um, and, and that cue is amazing too. So like just the whole thing is just so brilliant. Like what a feat of engineering, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I'm not surprised that we kind of lined up on that a lot. The thing is Animal Kingdom, when you think about it, it does have a lot of really good things going for it. It's just when it's compared to other one, you know, it, it's just, it's not, I think it will be there, it, you know, especially if some of those blue sky concepts come to fruition. Um, yeah. Yeah. But at the moment it is what it is. All right. So I think we've given people a good idea of what they need to do at Animal Kingdom. Where would you like to go next? Well, let's just go to the studios next. What? You know, let's just go to the studios. And uh, why don't you start us off? What are, what are one of the top five things you need to do at the studios, Sean? All right. Well, and here we we I'm I'm interested to see how we differ over here. Um, I would say number five on my list is Toy Story Mania. I fell in love with it in California, and I continue to be in love with it. I just think it's a very fun, you know, that whole 3D immersion, interactive, you know, playing a game, having control over those screens and and being able to, like, ring the aliens or bust the balloons with darts. I go, I still think that's a really cool experience and, and not one that, not one that's been duplicated up until Web Slinger opened in uh, Disney California Adventure last year. Sure. Or this year, whenever it opened. But um, but I still, I it's one of my favorites. So I went with Toy Story Mania. That's a good one. That did not make my list, although it should have, because I do enjoy well, that quite a bit. Um, what, what was your number five? So my number five is actually the Sci-Fi Dine-In. Um. Because you got to eat, but also it's dark in there. It's cool. It's a really good burger. Even yeah. though the loop, you know, doesn't change, it's still fun to like see a lot of that old tiny stuff. But I just yeah. really like the whole, uh, yeah, the whole ambiances in there. It's really nice. I really dig it. I've always loved that. So um, that is on my list of one of the five things well, you should experience. Well, and you are correct. You're throwing in a place for people to eat, and I, I didn't for the most part. I I went strictly with like attractions and experiences, but but everybody's got to eat, and I think they'll appreciate you throwing that in there. Yeah. So what's what's your next what's your next one there, sir? Uh, I guess I guess of what's on my list, I would say that number four slot for me is Tower of Terror. Okay. I I just think you know the experience is so cool. Um, it's it's different than any other attraction you know that disney or anybody else really has i mean there's all sorts of like things that take you up in the air and drop you once yeah the whole story aspect the the cue that we've talked about before you know just the the immersion into that twilight zone world and then you know, riding up and riding through and then the various series of drops. It's it made the number four slot on my five must do's. That's a that's a very noble choice. Um my number four is actually another eatery. It's the fifties prime time. Oh let's do including that for me. Well, you know, home cooked meals, crazy character weight staff. Cool decor. You can step back in time for a second. What's not to love about that? And uh, you know, if you get if you get a good waiter, it it's even better. But also, the food is wonderful there, and it, uh, I think it fits right into the you know the whole studio's vibe. And uh, yeah, I think it deserves a you know because you should eat a couple meals a day. <laughs> well, apparently, apparently, you you were sending them to Hollywood Studios just for the food. Well, the ambiance food. You are right. It's like the f- the food yes. itself is good, and in yes. my opinion, better at the. I th- I think food is probably better at fifties prime time, and the atmosphere is maybe a little better over at sci fi. So, yeah, those two so, are just you know special places for me. So, so check them both out, people. That's right. Why not? What's next on your list, Sean? Uh, I guess I guess next on my list would be Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. 
because That's next on mine too. All right. Well, see, look at us agreeing again. Look at that. Because uh, you have actually been able to go on it. I still sadly have not. We'll discuss that in a future episode. Yes, we will. But, yeah. But, no. but I still think everything I've heard about it just sounds so amazing. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's Mickey's attraction, you know, like, come on. And if, you know, anybody knows me, I have the mouse tattooed on my arm. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Mickey obsessed and it's a really good attraction too. Like they do some really clever things. I mean, before you even get on their ride, your mind's a little bit blown by the queue and something that happens in that. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, I do miss great movie ride. Um, but are there some eh, nods yeah. in there? Well, don't I mean, you don't have to tell me. Maybe you didn't notice. I, there have to be. Imagine there's just go cold turkey. And there are. Um and uh, yeah, I just have a huge appreciation for it. Even though, you know, great movie red I loved and that replaced it, but I you know, Disney the thing is they, you know, whatever they replace something with is always really fantastic so like you're never going to be let down and mickey and minnie's is one of those that is just so good and i cannot wait for you to experience that in january it's gonna be so great me neither me neither what okay so we both we both intersected at mickey and minnie's runaway where away i know we both intersect how many have you got left i have two left well me too i'm curious are they the same two i know one of them is the same yeah one of them is the same my other one that's not the same is tower of terror because um, I second okay. everything you said, you know, the stellar storyline and the unique ride experience, the exquisite design, the soundtrack. I mean, and everything you said about it is just it's such a cool experience. It's also it's just it's one of my core memories because of, you know, my experience with Harper on it. Yeah. Um, also, how many more times can I say experience in one episode, by the way? Um, but uh, well, that, I'm yeah. sure our listeners will make that a new drinking game. Yeah. <laughs> let's hope they do I, I know uh, one who already has turned Harper's name into a drinking game oh really <laughs> yeah yeah she's like I'm going to start drinking every time Tristan mentions Harper she knows who she is I love that so much that's great um, but yeah so Tower of Terror is my number two I'm going to guess your one is the, the, the one, well, actually, the one that I'm sure we both agree on, because I've still got one more after. This. Oh, that's right. You have one more left. Yeah. The one we both agree on, I'm sure, is Rise of the Resistance. Absolutely. And we can talk about that in a moment if you want to do your other one. Um, my other one is Phantasmic. Oh, because yeah. Yeah. As of, as of early November 2022, it's back, baby. It is. They're doing tests for it already. I have I have a client that's going to be there that week, and I I mentioned it to her, and she was like, "Well, what's that?" I was like, "My mind was blown," and I got to explain to her what an amazing thing it was, and probably how crowded it would be that week. And and oh, yeah. but I'm like, you cannot miss Fantasmic. It, while I have a personal bias to the one at Disneyland, I I still would not thumb my nose at at Fantasmic in Florida. Yeah. And uh I'm guessing I can't wait to see the change. I'm guessing that they did some updates and took out a certain section. So Oh, there's no question they took out a certain section. <laughs> and replaced it with much more popular newer things, but things that have proven themselves, I believe. Things like Encanto and Yes. Maybe even Frozen? I don't know. Maybe. There's like there's like three new three new things in there. But Anyway, so yes, Fantasmic. Now shall we discuss why Rise of the Resistance is perhaps the greatest attraction on the face of the planet? Yeah, no, I, I, I think uh, from beginning, like the beginning of when you walk in the building to when you walk out and your jaw is on the floor, you will not get a ride, like an adventure like that anywhere else. And if, and if somebody has one, I want to go there. Right. And let us find it out. But let us know and preferably pay our way to experience it. Because I'm telling you, that blew my whole world because I did not know that you could uh, have uh, something in a theme park that did that. I had no idea. And I concur. 
So, yeah. all right. Yeah. So we basically, we, we agreed on three of those and we each had a different one because you had, well, you had two dining options and I had making Toy Story Mania. So yeah. They're getting, I, they're getting a well-rounded education. You know? I think so. All right. Well-rounded. Well, so, shall we go to Epcot next? Speaking Absolutely. of education and well-rounded. We yeah, we should go to Epcot next. What, what, what are some of your five must-dos? Number five. Okay, so one of my five must-dos is it's a, it's a lot more than one, but I'm going to roll it into one thing here because it's hard to pick. So I can't pick one place to eat at Epcot, but damn it, you need to eat there. And if you go and you don't try something, you're missing out. But I, 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 I couldn't pick one. I tried. It just, it just wasn't happening. So, so eat. So is your, <laughs> is one of your top five things to do at Epcot? <laughs> yes. So my number five is just, as you would say, eat, damn it. Um, eat, that damn is it. my number five. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's reasonable. My yeah. five, I think, <laughs> my, my five, I think is test track. Of okay. Money. Good one. That's a good one. You know, it's, it's got a little bit of education there with designing your car, but now I, I will agree with some of the, some of the folks out there who say that the newly, the new version of Test Track is not quite as exciting or or true to a storyline as the first one was, but but it's still a pretty cool, still pretty cool. Yeah, no, it's it's great. We had a great time on that the last trip we took. Like, and yeah, uh, and everyone take your glass and get ready to drink. It's one of Harper's favorite things too. So, um, <laughs> yeah, Test Track's great. Okay, what's your what's there at your number five slot? Uh, so my number five slot was the, the place to eat, but my number four oh, right. is Soaring Around the World. Um, yeah, is that's, Soarin that's or... on mine. I'll put it next with you. Yep. Yeah, like the engineering on that is just fascinating, and the feeling is so rad. Those smells are delightful. Good soundtrack again, and um, just very unique. And uh, I, I will tell you a, a small anecdote. Absolutely. Because I was, I was talking to Jackie this week, as I'm here in New Mexico and she's at home and she was like, Oh, you would have been so proud of me today. Cause at where she works at the Iowa children's museum, they, they have like satellite radio stations that have weird mixes of things that are uh-huh. in theory suitable for kids to listen to. And uh-huh. she was like, I was listening and I just felt really happy. She was like, it was just one of those things. And she was like, why am I feeling so happy? And she realized it was the soundtrack for Soren. Oh, I love that. She said to one of her one of her coworkers, she's like, My husband would be so proud of me right now that I knew this was Soren. And she said it just made her happy without even realizing what it was. So Yay Soren. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, that soundtrack does make me happy too. So I get that. That makes a lot of sense. All right, so we agree on that. Um yeah. I don't know. We may agree on this next one too, because I know you are some frozen people in your family. So I'm, I'm going out there with frozen ever after. I, I, I do have that tied with something in a moment, but yeah, okay. I agree. I think frozen ever after is a wonderful attraction. Um, of course I love, love frozen, but also I just think they've done a really nice job with that. Obviously I never went on it when it was a uh, maelstrom didn't have right. that in my head, but, uh, I love it. And also it's cool in there. Yeah. And it's the queue's really cool. And, um, you know, a lot happens even before you get on the ride, but then those animatronics are really impressive. Right. And uh, yeah, I just love it. Yeah. So frozen ever I'm with you on that. Sorry. I didn't mean to to hog your, your answer there, but you did not hog my answer, sir. You enhanced it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I can be kinder and gentler, Sean. Yeah, and not, not be as mean to you as I sometimes. Yeah. But what is it about Frozen Ever After that makes it, you know, pop for you? I I think it's just how pretty it is. That yeah, that because that's I've always been a sucker for because I still remember how really gorgeous I thought the whole white room thing was in the original Journey into Imagination. Mm-hmm. Um. I just, I'm a sucker for when they do some really cool stuff. And with Frozen Ever After, it's just, it's just 
you know, they've done such a gorgeous job with like Northern Lights and, and just, you know, it's, it's just magical. Yeah. So some, it is worth the, it's worth the wait, especially if you can get, uh, a Lightning Lane with your Genie Plus. Yes. I 100% agree. Well, what's next on your list since I kind of stole your answer a little bit there for a minute? Well, no, not really. I guess I've got two more. Uh, okay. and I'm sure we probably both agree on one, even though we've never been on it. So, uh, I'm going to say harmonious and, Ooh, good. and well, just I, the nighttime spectacles are high on my list and the it's, it's one of those things that I was just telling my client this week when I was talking to her about Fantasmic. I'm like, when you talk about Disney and how expensive those tickets are and everything else that, that, you know, can be a negative. But when you look at the value, if you take advantage of what there is to take advantage of, I oh, feel yeah. like nighttime spectacles are a huge part of that. Yeah. And, and I go, they just, you know, they're just magical. And if you're going for the first time, don't, don't miss the big three. Well, Fantasmic and Harmonious and, and I'll get to. I'll get to another one later, maybe. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So as long as you can get about get around the Stargate all day in the middle of the lagoon, which caught on fire the other day. Did you see that? I know. I I saw that. I was worried that that meant like the show was going to be down for a while, but it doesn't sound like it was major enough to Mm-mm. affect like not doing the show this week. No, and you would think that kind of stuff would happen more, and I'm always shocked when it. You know, happens like every now and then. It's always amazing. Right. Um, so one of mine, I guess it's my number three is I'm cheating again, but I think it's, you need to walk around the world showcase, but then yeah. you need to do it again at night. I think the world showcase is so unique. Yeah. So cool. And there are days where I'm just like, Oh, I just wish I could just walk around the world showcase. <laughs> like that's all I want to do. And, it's also good um, exercise. Also that. Also well, that. You know, for for those of our so for those of our listeners over twenty one, my big honorable mention for this would be drink your way around the world. Absolutely. Don't get inebriated. Don't get thrown out of the park. Pace yourself. Share drinks. But it is such a cool thing to to think about, to plan, to research, to yeah. actually do with family and friends and. So, so I, I will enhance your walk around the world, especially at night with, with sample a beverage, a glass of wine, a beer, a cocktail from each of the countries. That's, that's indicative of that country. Don't just get a Bud Light in China. Okay. <laughs> get the tipsy, tipsy ducks in love. Don't get a Bud Light. Yeah. No, if you do that, I'm going to judge you too. Um, all right, so we're down to two. You still have two left? I have two no, left. No, I've only got one. Okay, well, here's, here's, we'll get to, I'll do one more and then we'll do that. So my, my number two is Spaceship Earth. Um, that I, was I do, seriously on my list. I mean, on my list of contenders, but yeah, but what on your final? I just think you need to do it. Um, I mean, I don't know that you can go to Epcot and really do Disney without going inside this, this icon of the park. Right. I mean, there are like Everybody a few, knows. you know, monuments that I think you could show somebody. And if you, even if they haven't been to a Disney park, they'd be able to tell you what it is. And right. I think the design elements inside are really fantastic. And um, yeah, it's, it's just always on my list to do. And I, you know, I can't imagine doing a Disney trip without it. So that's why it deserves a spot on my list. Yeah, I I agree with you on all of that. It is so iconic. I know that there are more exciting rides for yeah. people to experience, but it really speaks to the heart of Epcot in terms of its entertain its infotainment. Yeah, it, it is entertaining. Again, I, talking about you know really pretty things, it's like. When you get to the stars in the sky and looking down on Earth at the very top, I go, that is gorgeous. Yes. That is a gorgeous effect. And and it's not projected on a screen. It's real. Right. 
Oh, and just to like to know that's where you are in that moment, if you're at the top of that, like that's so cool. Like that's right. so cool. So you've got one more. I do. What's your What's your last one? It It's Guardians of the Galaxy Galactic Rewind. Yeah, I didn't put it on because I hadn't been on it yet, but I have a feeling it's going to be on here. Howard, I just I know. <laughs> know enough. I know enough about it. I even I even had a small spoiler from Lou Mangello. I know I did too. I was, that I was, and, and I knew the reference, so I knew how cool it was going to be. Uh, but, but I just, I mean, I have a friend that works for Disney that says it's the best coaster in Central Florida. I mean, and we all love, we all love some things down the street like Hagrid's, but, but I really, I'm, I am so pumped. And I can't, I can't imagine sending one of my clients to Disney to Epcot and telling them, oh, you know, just skip that one. It's like, yeah. no, being up at seven o'clock on your phone to try to get a virtual queue. Yeah. I, I'm thankful that the next time I probably go to Disney, it'll not be as new. So I can probably get on it, but um, yeah, no, I think it's going to make my list too. Um, but my number one was a tie with living with the land and frozen ever after. Okay. Um, I know, I know. Listen, Harper's judging me from the other room about this answer, but as I've said before... I I think a lot of our listeners are judging you, too. (laughs) Listen, I will forever love living with the land. I know you will, and that's what endears you to to so many people. You know, I think, as I've said before, it's everything Epcot is about, but it also has some fine design work and the educational aspect rocks, and I love a good boat ride, so... I'm all in on living with the land. I'm its biggest fan. So yes, yes, you are. And um, it's so there you go. Living with the okay. land. Yeah. All right. Well, I think I think the first timers have a good idea of the the things they cannot miss at Epcot. So let's move over to Disney's most famous park in Florida, the Magic Kingdom. Oh God, this was just. Impossible. I've got I've got ten, and it's because it's because I took four attractions and sadly left many out that I thought you should do your first time. I don't know where do you want to, and then I, and then I have like five things that are not attractions that are just quintessential experience things that I think you should do. So so uh, I don't know what what's what's on your well I guess I've got two lists so I'm gonna start I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with pirates. Pirates okay. of the Pirates okay. of the Caribbean. Caribbean. I know there's fisticuffs over how people pronounce it. It doesn't matter. It is an iconic Disney attraction that holds up fifty some years later. That you know, it's the detail. The you know, and I know we've had to change the storytelling over the years because things that were funny back in the '60s just weren't funny in the '90s. So, <laughs> so we got rid of. I mean, we. Disney has evolved that with and stayed true to its spirit and kept it as an attraction that I think will continue to evolve and just be a centerpiece of Disney magic. Yeah, I so I have pirates on my list. It's a, it's it's high on the list, but I'm I'm going to concur with you. I think next to Haunted Mansion in my book, it, it defines what a Disney attraction is. You know, the right. smell. The, the scenic elements, the air. I mean, it's all good. And again, and I, and I didn't leave Haunted Mansion off my list, believe it or not. You left Haunted Mansion off your list? No, I said I did not leave it off my list. Oh, yeah. Either. No, God, I hope not. But yeah, I put uh, Pirates on mine, technically in my number two spot, but, okay. but, um, yeah. So, so where, where do you want to start on yours? Well, here, I'm going to go ahead and st- I'm going to mention some honorable mention things real quick. Get those okay. out of the way because okay. our, our listeners will be, be, uh, shocked to find out that in my honorable mention list is Carousel of Progress. Really? It is. Um, I'm stunned. I had a friend today who was listening to podcasts who texted me and went, how can he say he wants to go on that multiple times a day? I'm like, it's, it's okay. It's, <laughs> Hey, Disney World has something for everybody. 
Uh, he, he also, I also, my responded something I'll tell you later because we may use it on a future episode. But anyway, um, oh, that. that's good. Okay. It's on your honorable mentions. What else? Yes. Yeah, so the other things on my honorable mention list, uh, is Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Um, it was it, hard not it, to put it, it on the my list. actual list because I just, I think it is such a cool, immersive, classic Disney attraction. It is. Oh, and it's so good. It's one of my favorites. Um, and this other one that made um, my honorable mention list, you're, you're going to be fisticuffs over it. But I put Jungle Cruise on my honorable mention list. No, I'm not. Why would I be fisticuffs over that? Because it didn't make my list. But oh, it, it probably, didn't? No. You're, you're a little more excited about the Jungle Cruise. I love it. It's iconic. Yeah. But if I had to pick five things for somebody to do, that wasn't one of the five. So no. I, I support its place in your honorable mention. Yeah, yeah. But those are my honorable mentions. And then here's the thing with Magic Kingdom. Uh, you should just do everything. <laughs> yes. Yes, you should. You should, um, you should allow yourself at least two days at the Met because part of my problem with this is there were some just iconic things that I would go, sure. if this is your first time to Disney, you should ride the teacups. You should ride sure. Jumbo. You right. should do some of those really iconic attractions that normally I would go, nah, you know, do them ever so often to remind yourself why you like them or if they're one of your favorites, do it every time you go, but. Sure. But if it's your first time, I go see what see what the hype is about. Yeah, but so if I I could only pick five, right? So here's my actual number five. Then, yeah, is it's Space Mountain? Okay, um, Space Mountain is more my number three, but it's certainly on my list. Yeah, I mean, again, it's that iconic building thing, you know, and the coaster's great, and like you can't. Like, it, there's something about it that you know, obviously, it's a coaster. You know you're just, like, but there's something that just your mind does while you're on that experience that, like, really makes you feel like, okay, you're whizzing around in space. This is rad. I love this. Let's go. Yes. And, um, yeah, Space Mountain deserves a spot on the list. It does. And just in in hearing you say that reminds me again, and I know we've hyped it a little before, but if you have Disney plus and you have not watched behind the attraction, oh, that so good. series is amazing. And, and virtually all of it, big thunder is not on there, but I hope there's a season two and I hope they include big thunder, but anyway, I hope they do too. yes. Space mountain was definitely on mine. Yes. Space mountain. So good. Well, what's in your number five spot then? Well, wait, because I've had, I've had Big Thunder. Oh, Big I've Thunder. I've had, oh, Big Thunder. We've talked about Pirates. We've talked about Space Mountain. I don't think anyone will be surprised that Haunted Mansion is on my list. Yes. And I'm sure not surprised it's on yours. No, yeah, it's definitely there. It's, where is it on yours? Number one. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> If you know anything about this podcast, you know that Tristan and I, if you could only do one thing at the Magic Kingdom, <laughs> that is what we would tell you to do. Yes. So at least we are true to ourselves and our listeners. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, you know, yeah. So, so I have one other thing on my list that we didn't talk about, although we sort of did earlier. What about you? Um, so we talked about pirates. That's on my list. We talked about that. I have, th uh, well, Haunted Mansion, obviously. We'll talk about that in a moment. I just have two other things that we have not talked about. And you have two as well? No, I just have one other than that. What's your one, then? My one is the fireworks. Great. That's one of mine as well. Okay. Because if it is your first time at Disney, that is, you know, I talked about the teacups. I talked about Dumbo, you know, things like Small World and Peter Pan. You know, they're all iconic, but, but again, value that those fireworks are, you know, I think you and I both send out the meme at the 4th of July. It's like, yeah, <laughs> every Disney fan goes and watches their, their town's fireworks display and goes, meh. <laughs> true though. It's true. You cannot, you cannot beat 
the iconic Disney fireworks, especially if you watch from Main Street and see them behind the castle. And I mean, and nowadays they're plussed so incredibly with projections and all that stuff. So, yeah. You know, and like I always say, it doesn't matter which one either. You know, like even a bad one is still a good one, right? Exactly. And and like I always say, watch one, then watch another by watching the viewers because that is a very magical, like, singular experience that will almost make you weep more than the show. And um, there's something about those, man, that, you know, I don't know if you listen to the Diz or not, but I was listening to the Diz last week and they were talking about how fireworks make them, you know, emotional, but only at Disney. And it doesn't matter where you watch them from. And I agree, you know, there's something about those that do, they do make me watch every other fireworks show and go, eh, Nah. It's like, yeah, New York, 4th of July, Macy's, thanks. But it, yeah. and I think part of it is, I think you're right. I think there is the emotion of, well, first of all, it's like I have an entire lifetime tied to those fireworks from the yeah. first time I saw them with my parents, seeing them sure. with my grandparents, you know, you, you get to see them with your kid. Um, there's, there's, but also the emotion of the Disney music and those memories and all a, a life intertwined with Disney and those inspirational songs and, and the moments. It's just, that's why, that's why you can cry at a, at a Disney fireworks show and, and not get that elsewhere. Yeah. And it's, it's not you know, just it's a about weird, pretty colors. Yeah. And it's a weird communal experience too. You know, there you have, you know, 30,000 other Disney fans experiencing the same thing with you. And like, that's so rad. Cause like most places I go, people are like, you're a Disney fanatic. Come on, you're an adult. You know what I mean? And yeah. when you're inside a Disney park, you're all one. And that's a really cool thing, I think. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what else is on your list then? So the other thing that's on my list is the Be Our Guest restaurant. Um, yeah. To be in the castle is pretty magical. And it's it, sure it's expensive, but I think it's totally worth it to see the beast, to watch yeah. the snow, to visit the various dining rooms. Um, I think that's really cool and a very like kind of, it's not a hidden gem by any means, but like if you didn't no, know, it's, it's, kind of a hard to, it's a hard to land gem. It is. But if you're in the park, you don't really know it's there. You know what I mean? It's one of those yeah, things. It's, it's very, once again, Disney has like sort of set it off in a place where you go, that's, that's what's back there. I have yeah. no idea. Yeah. So that's, that's on mine. And then, of course, you know, we share our one, which is Haunted Mansion. And what haven't yes. we said about that already? I mean, it's the it's the iconic Magic Kingdom experience. I mean, it stood the test of time and it's it defines Disney magic. You know, it's humorous. It has amazing effects. It's just creepy enough to, to have you go, oh, this is kind of scary, but I love it. And uh you, yes, thank God we agree on that. Or there would be yeah. fisticuffs every episode. I, yeah, I just think, yeah, Haunted Mansion all the way. And I'm, so, because this okay. is a first-timer's guide. Yes. Um, we should mention, we didn't, I didn't think about this, but like just the transportation aspect of things, which we're going to discuss in a future episode. But yes. You know, if you're going for the first time, try, if you can, to take the monorail somewhere. I think that, and also the Skyliner, I think those two are, if you're going for the first time, those are two things you need to experience. I'm going to throw out here, too, my, they're, they're my, as a travel agent, I would say these are not attractions, but these are things that, especially if it's your first time, I would say you need to experience, you know, find a little time in your day. My first one is have a Dole Whip or in your case, a corn dog at Liberty, at Liberty or at uh, Liberty Tree Tavern. No, not, no, a Sleepy Hollow. Sorry. Sleepy Hollow. Mm -hmm. I had a stroke for a moment. Yeah. So get, get one of those. Um, Probably do a character meal 
or sure. at, least, at least do a character meet and greet. Cause that is, that is some, those are something special that give, give you those personal pictures that, you know, are, are just, they're going to be things you treasure for years and years. I wrote on here, have a Mickey bar. Cause yeah. those are, those are tasty. Damn it. Um, get your picture at the castle. And, and, and my last one is wear some ears, wear, or at least wear a stupid hat. I, one of the things that Jackie and I have always talked about is Disney World is probably the one place where you will see like grown men who would never look ridiculous outside of a theme park <laughs> wearing those damn goofy hats or mouse ears because everybody feels okay being a little goofy and being a little like a kid at yeah. Disney and embrace yeah. that. Yeah, I agree. And I also would add on is you, you should stay on property once. I get oh. that some people don't want to and they want to save the money, but I really think you need to. It's it, it, even if you do it once, splurge and do it because I think there's value in it. And, um, I Absolutely. think if you have kids, it really makes a big difference. Right. And maybe wait, you know, if you've got some really young ones, wait until they're old enough to appreciate it. But especially, you know, you can stay at the art of animation for a very reasonable rate. You know, it's not a Polynesian or contemporary rate that's going to break the bank for some people. But, you know, there are certainly pluses for that. But but yeah, the magic of staying on property and especially for the magic for whoever has to drive your vehicle of not having to deal with those traffic uh, situations. Yeah. Yeah. No. So yeah, that's our first timers guide to uh Walt Disney world. Now, if they are a true first timer and they need even more guidance, yes. I bet you could help them with that. I Mr. would love Paul. to help them. I would love to help them at Sean at Briar and Maine travel boutique. I'm on Facebook, Sean at Briar and Maine. Uh, you can also, uh, find my webpage, sh- uh, which is Briar and Maine Travel Boutique slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Um, or you can email me, Sean at Briar and dot com. And I would love to help you plan your first trip or your 50th. Absolutely. And, and I, I have, I have gone through Sean myself for a trip. And he's lovely. So I highly recommend him. Thank you very much. And if someone's in the Quad Cities and needs to be entertained not by Disney, what would you recommend? Well, I would recommend that they check out the theater that Savannah and I run called The Mockingbird on Main in downtown Davenport. You can look us up on all social medias by searching The Mockingbird on Main. We specialize in uh, cultivating new works by local playwrights. We do do some, you know, more national things, but uh, mm-hmm. we really we love we do. working on new shows, and it's really fantastic. Um, you can also catch me at Circuit 21 on occasion if I'm in a show there. Also, I just took a job producing and hosting a local lifestyle show called Living Local that's on the CBS affiliate here. So if you're in the Quad Cities, just pop on Channel 4 on your television, and chances are at noon – uh, on CBS or 7:30 on Fox, I'll be there. So you know, I'm around. I'm all you over the place. media <laughs> mogul. You, <laughs> I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I needed That's to add fun. TV show host to my my list of things to do. But hey, here we are. You're not busy enough as it is. You might as no. well host a TV show. So absolutely. Well, it has been a pleasure to celebrate our 40th episode. Yes, it has been. It's always a pleasure, my friend. And, and uh, probably ran a lot closer to 40 minutes than our usual episodes. Probably over because my Zoom pooped out. But they got to hear me ramble for a good five, ten And minutes. I can hardly wait to hear that episode back. <laughs> it, it's not riveting, I promise you. But uh, again, thank you all for listening to us. We know that, uh, you know, not every episode is saving the world, but at least it's making you giggle or making you you know, say something in your car, like, what are these guys doing? And that is so cool. But we just love to share our love of Disney with you all. And it's really cool that you're all listening and that, you know, you're keeping this alive. So we really appreciate that. You bet. Yeah. So, well, Mr. McCall, it's always a pleasure. Yes. uh, Yes. Thank you all for listening. And we will see you real soon.
Deus.